Hey everybody, welcome to Best Show Bests, the best of the best show. And you can find out more about The Best Show over at thebestshow.net. It airs live every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And if you're new to the program, this show, are uh, these are little bite-sized bits and greatest hits type samples of what we do every week. So if you like this, maybe you check out the full show. And if you want to support The Best Show, we have a Patreon set up over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. That is how you support the program. It is listener-sponsored now, and you give what you can, and we appreciate it. And there are prizes and benefits at all different levels of giving. So again, go to patreon.com slash thebestshow and support the show. And now please, without further ado, check out this episode of Best Show Best. All right, let's go back to the phones. Oh, it's actually time. I actually do have something. This is a little different. This is exciting. Let me give a little preamble to who my, my guest is right now. He's actually on the line. Um, hey, as you know, I've been doing this, uh, this new Best Show theme thing um, over the past few months. And, uh, you know... We've actually been getting some pretty good submissions yeah. from uh, a bunch of different people. Kurt Vile's actually working one up, and uh, uh, I know Coco from uh, Coco Hames was yeah. working one up, and uh, and we actually have a chance tonight. Uh, one of the submitters, who I actually do not know personally, um, but the email from his manager sounds very promising, so... Uh, He's actually going to do his live, and I was told to just read from his bio here. His name is Dayton Jessups, and, uh, okay, here it is. Wow, this is long. Dayton Jessups is a true American original, though he made his name playing in East Texas honky-tonks, making genre-defining Americana records of his own, and recording with such legends as Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash, the Super Soakers, and more. Dayton has found even greater success in the world of film, writing and directing such movies as Sons of the Damned, The Woods, and The Final Incantation. Dayton is a modern renaissance man in the same vein as Viggo Mortensen, Steve Martin, Bono, Jimmy Carter, Clint Eastwood, George Foreman, Seth MacFarlane, James Franco, and um, Dayton's mission... I, I'm not going to read... I can't read the mission statement here. Um, you, ever, you get the picture for this. No, man, read the rest of it. What's that? No. Read, I, it, I, read the rest of it. Come on. Dayton, I can't. It's, it's just like five more paragraphs of this. All right, all right. Well, maybe you'll read the rest of it later. Oh, yeah, may maybe. You really should. It's really informative. But it's very long. It's very long, Dayton. Well. Um, you know, but look, you're here for a reason. Is you, that's right. You, uh, you did a theme song, and uh, I would love to hear it. We'd all love to hear it. And uh, can you uh, play it for us? Yeah, sure can. Hang on there. Uh, I got the phone under my ear here. This might be a little uh, unwieldy, but I'll give it my best shot, all right? Okay. 
you know, uh, I was very blessed to have gotten to play on a few of uh, Merle Haggard's albums in the early 2000s. And, uh, man, what a trip that was. It's an honor. You know, he was such a joy to be around, and he was he was very complimentary of me and my playing. And, you know, I kept saying, Merle, come on, man, I'm, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy. But, uh, you know, old, old Merle, he... <laughs> He wouldn't let it go. You know, he kept saying stuff like, boy, Dave, you know, those leaves you're playing, they're like, they're like barbed wire coated with the silkiest, smoothest butter. And then he said, you know, he wished I'd been around when he was making those, uh, those great country records in the 60s, right? You know, but uh, mm-hmm. I said, Merle, you know, I, I was barely able to stand up at that point. You know, I, was, I, was, I was just a, a little baby. You know, speaking of, I just, I just turned 50, and, uh, oh, man, what a laugh this little SOB from East Texas has lived, right? I have to pinch myself sometimes. <laughs> so, look, anyway, around that, uh, that same time, I, I wrote and directed my, my, my first film, The Sons of the Damned. And uh, I know it's a movie a lot of you people out there have seen and uh, taken to heart, and uh, I want to thank you all for that and, uh, you know, thank you from the the bottom of my East Texas heart. And, uh, you know, it's funny, uh, originally I, I wanted Anthony Kiedis to play the heavy in, in Sons, you know, but, uh, you uh-huh. know, the character is this, uh, this really brutal, psycho, shirtless, tube sock killer, right? And uh, so I call up Anthony, this is a good story, I call up Anthony, and he says, uh, he says, man, Dayton, I love your idea, Dayton, you know, it, it's brilliant. It's brave and it's important stuff, and uh, it's a story that only you can you can tell, Dayton. But you know, I'm not really looking to act. You should call Henry Rollins. So uh, I, I do call Henry Rollins, and uh, you know, Henry was uh, a little skeptical at first, and I said, "Come on, man, it's it's a real movie, you know. It's uh, it's for Lionsgate, and uh, Bruce Stern's the lead, and we're shooting 35 millimeter, and uh, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be do pretty good box office right off the bat, opening weekend." So, you know, Henry, he realizes this is going to be cool, and he's 90% on board, right? But, uh, you know, he wants to meet first, so I, I arranged for him to get a drive-on pass over at Lionsgate. And, uh, you know, before you know it, we're, we're in my office at Lionsgate, and we're talking about not only my flick, but, you know, his old band Black Flag and the Rollins Band and even comparing workout routines. You know, it's a funny thing that happened during the, during the shoot. So, uh, see, we're in Video Village, and uh, my good friend and total badass, Effie Brown, comes by to visit. And she's real nice at first, but then she says, you know, Mr. Rollins, with love in my heart, hey, I got to say. Hey, uh, 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 Dayton? Yeah, yeah. Dayton, can, can you maybe just, like, play the, play the song? Hey, what's your deal, son? You know, I'm just trying to let you know where I'm coming from. You know, giving you a little backstory on myself. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not trying to be rude, but it's like there's a lot of backstory oh. there, <laughs> and uh, you know, I do have I have uh, ge- a couple guests in the studio also, so I, I want to give more time to them also. Oh yeah, yeah. Who you got there? Um, I have uh, Sharon Horgan is here. Wait. Wait, from Psycho Bitches? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's one of the, the things she's done. But there's, like, other credits, like uh, like Catastrophe and... and oh, Pauline. Rob Delaney. I like that guy. He's funny. Yeah. Oh, I follow him on Twitter. What's oh, that? she was also in uh, Todd Margaret, right? Yeah, she was also in Todd, where she's here. So, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, 
I got to say, this is when. Hear me out. When I first heard about that that show, Psycho Bitches, mm-hmm. you know, I, I thought, oh great, somebody gave my second ex-wife Darlene a TV show. That's that's what you thought when you yeah, heard that. I sure did. You know, uh-huh. speaking of, I actually wrote a song about uh, about that, and uh, goes a little bit like this. All right. If I only knew when we did it backstage in Tampa, that in four years you'd be suing me for custody. I'll be paying your way through accounting school and sleeping in my car. I'd have never ordered those Jaeger bombs that night. (laughs) And the chorus goes, You smoked my wiener like it was your last cigarette. And then no. you stubbed it right out on my heart. Oh. That's, that's terrible. Now, I know you're from Ireland. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. You don't know, uh, <laughs> you didn't know Phil Lina, did you? Um, no, no, I didn't, sadly. I, I, I'm a fan. Did you know him? No, it's funny that I was listening to Live and Dangerous today, and there's a song on that called Southbound that doesn't really get the credit that it, it, it deserves. I was just wondering if you, I don't know, if you might have any uh, opinion on some of those, those Lizzie deep cuts. If uh, not, it's cool. I, I, don't, I don't know that particular song, but I am, you know, a fan. He's got his own statue on Grafton Street. I don't know if he, you've ever wanted to He does, that. really. Yeah, I, I ain't ever been over there, but uh, it seems pretty cool. It's mm-hmm. pretty small, though, right? It's it's tiny. It's it's. Wonder, it's wonder if it's big enough for a guy like me, right? Um, <laughs> well, you're you're a pretty big character, uh, Dave. Sure am. I also have I also have uh, Hayes Davenport is here too. So I didn't wait. Hayes Davenport. Yeah. Not the writer from Alan Gregory, right? You're a fan of that of that show, Dave. Oh, I sure am. You know. It's funny, you know, that that show only got, what, like seven episodes before they pulled the plug? Is that right? Yeah, I mean, that was the the first season order. We were splitting it with the Napoleon Dynamite comedy. But, yeah, yeah, seven episodes. Oh, man, what a crime. You know, I, I thought the adventures of an unlikable kid working his way through grade school presented an infinite number of storylines. But I guess I guess the network didn't. And, and I'll tell you, how could they miss with a, with a name like that? Alan Gregory conjures up all kinds of intriguing stuff, right? Yeah, uh, we. Uh, I mean, that was not his full name. That was just his first name was Alan Gregory. That was kind of the joke that he had this kind of weird first name. But I'm glad you liked it. That's great. oh, I loved it. You know, and I, I often find myself pondering. You know, what must have happened to Alan and the rest of the gang, like Jeremy, Ian, Gina Winthrop, Richard, Prince, Principal Gottlieb, who else? Uh, 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 Babatundi. Wow, Ian! I barely remembered. Was he, he was like I guess one of one of just the kids at the school. You must have really been a huge fan. Oh yeah! Oh, I loved it. Loved that stuff. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dayton. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. we really do need to keep the show kind of on point here. Can you can you just maybe please play the song? Hey, you know what? You need to cool out. You know, maybe like pop a Lone Star, take a sip, and chill the f out, brother. That's what I'm doing right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, sparking a little dupe, too. Okay, okay, sure. <laughs> a little bit of God's Green Herb. That's right. Right. Chiba. Everyone's smoking Chiba. Remember that song? It goes by the Donnas. 
every uh, the Donnas, everybody smoking Chiba. Remember that? I don't. Good song. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, all right. I don't want to waste your time. I guess I'm. You know, you're a big. You're a big shot. I don't want to waste your time. So, uh, I have uh, guests here. It's just okay. All right. Well, sit back and enjoy because uh, here comes that theme song. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so, so in 2004, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm headlining a show of my own in my adopted hometown of, of Austin, Texas, right? Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, what a great night that was. Couldn't have been less than a 1,000 people there. A truly humbling experience, you know, I tell you. When I moved there uh, in 2004, the people of Austin, I, I, you know, I'm not exaggerating. They, they took me into their arms like I was one of their own. And uh, I tell you, to be voted Americana Artist of the Year in the Chronicle four years running, truly humbling again. Oh, okay. So look, anyway, you know, when I, g- I got home that night from the gig, there's a message on, on my machine. It's, it's, uh, it's Eli Roth, and he's, he's looking for me. He says he's been listening to my album Chain Wallet Troubadour. Mm-hmm. Just riff a little bit. <laughs> You know, and he thinks my music would fit perfectly on the radio in this in this movie that he's just finishing called Hostel. Yeah. So I said, you know, I'm in first position to direct this movie, The Afflicted, for Merrimax. Mm-hmm. You know, Harvey loved what I did with Sons of the Damned. And he's he's got a holding deal with Benicio to star in this damn thing, right? So I, I can't lose that. And this is crazy. Eli goes, no way, Dayton. I'm, I'm playing Grizz in The Afflicted. You know, Grizz is this small role in the film that's got maybe like two sides worth of screen time. And, you know, Eli, he's actually a really good actor. Uh, you know, and you need look no further than his portrayal of the Bear Jew in, in Inglorious Bastards. So Eli, he convinces me that I'll have time to write songs for Hostile and Prep the Afflicted, right? So before you know it, this guy from East Texas, he's on his way first class. Out to Hollywood to write songs at the Chateau Marmont. Yeah, what a crazy trip for this humble boy from Texas. Now, quick side note. On the the flight, also in first class, is Josh Brolin, right? I dropped my pick. Okay, you're right there. I picked it up. There you go. Okay. And we get to uh, talking, and and I play him a song from my then-current album, Slick Back Hair and a $2 Beer. Uh Right. You've heard it. Sure. And the song I played for him is this is this nice country ballad called Miss, El- <laughs> Miss Elizabeth Pimento Cheese Sandwiches. Uh-huh. I'm getting choked up just thinking about sure. it, Todd. It's very emotional. Sounds very emotional. It's about this golden-hearted woman from the other side of town who essentially raised me when my mama was overseas with my daddy on Texaco business. Yeah. You know, Miss Elizabeth used to call me Mr. Dayton. And the chorus of the song goes, Mr. Dayton knows you're up in heaven, Miss Elizabeth. Fixing those pimento cheese sandwiches for Jesus, JFK, and Elvis. Uh All right, so anyway, Josh, he loves the song, right? And he goes, Dayton, this is the work of a true Americana visionary. And he says he's going to play it for the Cohen brothers, you know. And if they like it, maybe they'll put it in this film that they're working on. It's called No Country for Old Men, right? And sure enough, it gets in the movie. It's 
playing in the background several scenes, and it's in part of the closing credits. And before you know it, those checks come in, and yours truly is the humble owner of a fleet of pristine vintage 1950 Thunderbirds. All right, but back to my Hollywood songwriting yeah, surgeon, okay. right? Yeah. So Eli, he puts in, uh, he puts several of these scary, spooky country horror songs that I wrote in, in his soundtrack for Hostel, right? Man alive, the thing's a big blockbuster. Does 19 mil opening weekend. Eventually, it, it, it comes up to 84 million, right? So I call Eli and I say, man, I'm grateful for you loving my music. To put it in your flick, right? But now I'm worried people are going to think that's the only kind of stuff that I write, these kind of horror country songs. And Eli goes, and this is classic Eli, he goes, Dayton, is, is the mailman stuff in your mailbox with fat checks every couple months? And I go, yeah, Eli, sure the hell is, right? And Eli goes, well, Dayton, you just shut up, cash those checks, and buy a couple more of them Texas ranches. <laughs> Which leads me to another uh, okay. part of this. All right, this is way, this is just so off target now. You're you telling stories, sidebars of sidebars of that have the. I mean, what about the the theme song? Oh, I, I, I was getting to that. Hey, you know, he, Eli's directing this new Death Wish reboot with Bruce Willis. Did you hear about this? Yeah, did I did that? hear about it, but it just. How do you think that's going to go? I don't care how it goes. The, the I Bruce... guess the big question is, yeah. maybe you guys are both in the industry, too, uh, Sharon and the other guy. Uh, <laughs> the other guy, okay. Do you, think, do you think he's going to make Bruce wear that hat, that knit cap? The knit cap that Bronson wore? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you think I, he'll... I don't know either. I guess the big question that we're all wondering is, is he going to say the line? What line? The line. What's the line? Todd, I think you know what the line is, right? Todd. Tom. Oh, Tom. Sorry about that. Todd. <laughs> I'll yeah. write that down, Todd. Okay. Okay, yeah. What's the line? It's when, come on. It's the greatest line in the history of cinema. It's when uh, the guy's going to shoot Charles Bronson. Yeah. And the gun jams. Oh, and he goes, it's not working. Kill the MF. That's right. Yeah. Kill the what? The MFR. Kill the MFR. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's from Death Wish 3. Uh, I know, theme. the best one. Yeah, the best one. Yeah. Um, look. They only had like a like hundred yards of uh, set to work on for the yeah. entire movie. Yeah, look. Hey, uh, can I? are you going to play the song or not? Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals because I don't smell them. Yeah, I'll play your damn song, all right? Yeah, the theme song. That's why right, you're here, on. Okay, well, here you go. Here oh. you go. Rudy toot toot and toot your flute while you listen to Todd and the great show. What do you think? Wait, that's what we've waited this whole time for? Toot your, Rudy toot toot. Toot your flute. Toot your flute. The show has nothing to do with flutes. 
And then you called me Todd again. <laughs> oh, I forgot to write it down after, yeah. after and, Sharon corrected me. Yeah, and the great show. The be- it's a, the best show. Rudy Toot. That's, that, you- no, it's, it's, the, it's the great show. I'm I, positive. I, I liked it. You liked it? Yeah, I liked yeah, the uh, it, toot your flute bit. It gets bit. to the point, right? <laughs> you liked the toot your flute. Oh, good. Look, you didn't get my name right. You didn't get the name of the show right. Oh. You're just nitpicking right no, now. No, no, I'm not nitpicking. It's just you got you, a problem with yeah, me. I, I do have a I have a pretty big problem with you. Is you keep passing yourself off as like this this humble hick from East Texas, and all you've done is like name drop celebrities and and use industry lingo. You're just to just brag about every one of your successes as a filmmaker and a and a, a musician. You know. I'm not even going to get into that song about Miss Elizabeth and the pimento cheese sandwiches. Like, that was so, that's like offensive. You know? And, like, did, 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 uh, your father was like a, a te- you said something about him being like a Texaco? A big wig at Texaco? Look, that ain't none of your business. Well, you mentioned it. Oh, uh, well, you know that maybe that was creative license. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, was it? No. Yeah. So it's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh huh. Yeah, so your was dad going... was like a big wigot for Texaco. Yeah, it's kind of like vice president. No, not that it oh, matters. Yeah, not it that it matters. matters. But you're passing yourself off as you're just like this this country bumpkin, and you're just oh. You know they, what? What? My manager said you'd be a flagrant F-bomb of a D-bag, and he was right. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, sure. Okay, your manager. Yeah. yeah. The guy who put this entire just colossal waste of time together. Hey, don't you speak ill of him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Your manager, it says K.M. Dupree's your manager? That's right, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, he's a great manager, and he's got an incredible stable of game changers uh-huh. like me. Like you. Who yeah. else does your does this great managers of yours represent? Oh well, off the top of my head, he's got uh, Courtney and Hutch. Who's Courtney and Hutch? Well, Courtney and Hutch, it's a uh, country folk magic duo uh, consisting of supermodel Courtney Stodden. <laughs> oh, you know of her? She's great, very talented. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, and her brilliant actor husband Doug Hutchison. <laughs> Courtney and Hutch. I know Sharon's laughing right now because she she knows that Doug is so vital and energetic. <laughs> and the two of them are like a whirlwind of inspiration. Uh huh. I'll tell you, man. I, I almost teared up when I saw those touching photos yesterday of Doug and Courtney. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, oh she's with child. Hold, I got to see this. There's photos of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Hold I'm on. looking at them right now. <laughs> Oh, that photo is, that's horrible. It's man and his child bride. Oh, she's 21, he's 56. Hey, if it works for him, it works for him, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's gross. Uh-huh. You know what? Uh, uh, KM has already signed the baby to a management deal. The, the unborn baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, big things ahead for that little shaver. Oh, that's <laughs> gross. Who is that it on the roster? You and... Courtney and Hutch. No way, son. You listen up. He's also got Gene Ray Simmons. Uh huh. Who yeah. is Gene Sim- Gene Ray Simmons? Yeah, Gene Ray Simmons. That's yeah. Gene Simmons' country persona. Oh. Yeah, his songs consist of country versions of Kiss songs uh-huh. like uh, 
you know, horses in waiting, the farm giveth and the farm taketh away. Uh-huh. Uh, I love it, country, calling Dr. Silo, uh, Des Moines country city. I don't want to. So Gene Simmons I want to doing... rock and roll all night and bail hay all day. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, man. Oh, wait till you hear uh, Robbie Lee Blake. Who is Robbie Lee Blake? That's Robert Blake's country persona. Robert Blake, the the actor who... Don't say it. <laughs> allegedly. That never got proved. Okay, allegedly. You happy? I am happy. Uh-huh, murdered his wife. Hey. Well, to, you know, to be honest. Yeah. Nobody's quite sure what he's actually doing, but uh-huh. they're all scared of it. Sure, he's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Anyone else? Uh, yeah, Country Kev. Country Kev. Well, who is Country Kev? Country Kev is Kevin Smith's country act. Oh. Yeah, he what? wears overjorts. What is an overjorts? <laughs> Drop my pick. Hang on. Okay, yeah, get your guitar pick. There we go, yeah. What is an overjort? Well, overjorts, it's a combination of overalls and jorts. Oh. And he's got he... a, uh, he's got a, uh, New Jersey uh, hockey logo on the back, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. he doing? Singing? No, no. He, he's making a movie called General Store. It's basically like Clerks, but it's crossed with, with Hee Haw. Okay. That sounds awful. Yeah. That's it for the roster? No, it ain't it. Okay. <laughs> Who else? Duster Diamond. Duster Diamond. Yeah. And what's that? Dust, that let me that, guess. It's Dustin Diamond, the mutant from Saved by the Bell. Wait, have you seen his electronic press kit already? No, I have not seen his EPK yet. Wait, what's that? Electronic press kit. Oh, I didn't know you could shorten it. i got to write that down. I've been yeah. saying electronic press kit for years. Yes. You can shorten it there, Dayton. E-P-K. Yeah. Okay, got it. You know, I, I just realized who your manager is. Is Kenny Dupree, this dimwit I've dealt with over the years. Who's like this country, with, yeah, he's a country singer who would call and did a song called Freedom Bombs and then but was like ready to write country songs like against Bush just if the money was right. Oh, That's your manager. Really? Yeah. Ooh, he didn't tell me about that. I got to ask him about that. Mm-hmm. I would, but I'm scared of him. Yeah, you're scared of him. I don't know what him. he's got under that duster. Uh-huh. Ugh. Yeah. Hey, look, I got uh I got some new songs that's going to be big hits. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, most likely for myself, but I'd be willing to share them with someone else. You know, yeah. someone I deem worthy, like, I don't know, uh, Florida Georgia Line, they're great, mm-hmm. or Blake Shelton. Yeah, okay, you've wa- I think you've wasted everyone's time. No, I want to play, play one for you. No, I don't want Come you on. to play a song. Listen, you little northern fudgeburger! You're going to let me sing my melodies, or I'm going to come over there and whip the living puss out of you with my wallet chain. You hear me? Oh, my God. Fine. You sing, sing, sing. But uh, but just play little. Can you just at least play little snippets of the songs? Why? Because I don't have all night. You've already talked every one of your stories. All right, all right, all right. But I'm telling you, if if anything you do is like offensive, I'm pull, I'm 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 stopping you. All right. Okay. Here's one. She got them painted on jeans in the back of my pickup truck. I've had too much whiskey and now I'm okay. too drunk. Okay, no, uh, nope, I can't, no, stop. Oh, you stop? Okay, well, all right, all right, check this one out. 
I'm a lover, not a fighter. Except when I drink any alcoholic beverage to excess. Okay, no, no, I don't like where that's going. Except when I drink any alcoholic beverage to excess. No. I, I write from real life. Okay. Real experience. Yeah, anything else? All right, yeah, how about this one? Uh, her daddy owns the keys to our house, and she owns the keys to my nuts. No, no, no. You're never going to guess what happened when I was delivering you that, dropped that your second pick. line. You dropped your pick. I, no, I saw this incredible thing running by. It was yeah. a mouse yeah. wearing, wearing overalls. A little, little country and mouse. And it had a little wheat thing yeah, coming out of its mouth. Kind of freaked you out a little bit. It did, yeah. 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 All right. Is that it? That's all your songs? Are you nuts? Of course that ain't all my oh, songs. great. Okay. All right. Here's one I think everybody can identify with. All right. Let's see. If I'd known you was going to leave me, I'd have never done those things for you. Like designing your website and teaching you how to drive stick. Okay, that sucks. That's really that's sucks. That's great. That's, a, that's, that's one of my better ones. Okay, that's terrible. That's like, that's like Dylan. I think Dylan had a song very similar about to About designing websites. About, he definitely had a, a song about teaching uh, uh, Joan Baez how to drive stick. All right. Oh. All right, here, here's one that I, oh. I know I know you'll love. Okay. <laughs> you ask me why I am the way I am. Oh. And I have an easy answer for you. When I was six, I saw Mama showing her underwear to the <laughs> oven repair man. Oven repair man. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. Well... It's, hey, man, it, it happened to me, so it gets in a song, right? Uh-huh. I think sure. a song like that could help a lot of kids. <laughs> oh. All right, let's let's get it uh, back in the honky-tonk for a little oh, bit. Oh, right? so you have more of these. Oh, I got plenty more. Here we go. Oh, plenty more. Great. If I'm guilty of anything, it's of loving you too much. And also stealing your checkbook late last night. So, no, that's so. That's what you're guilty. You're guilty of loving too much and stealing. Okay, no. Like you've never done that. No, I've never done it. No. You never done some like night check writing. No. In a, in a cheap motel. Night check. Have you ever written a night check, Hayes? I've never written a, a check. Oh man, that puts that gives me an idea for a song. Night check, riding in a in a seedy hotel. Night check, riding in a seedy Stop. hotel. No, I don't. That's terrible. Don't work. It's bad enough you're playing like written songs. Don't like write new ones. Hey man, now. you're getting the, you're getting to the inside uh, scoop on how I carve my masterpieces. All right, here's one I think. Here's oh, a little God. funky one I, I was working on. What? I just got off stage playing to a thousand people, and now I gotta hear you talk for 20 minutes about how your coworkers been stealing paper clips out of your cubicle. <laughs> Stupid! That's the dumbest one yet! That's true, though, it actually happened. <laughs> Happens every night, Jesus. Uh huh. A little bit tired of it, okay. trying to celebrate, and. Uh huh, yeah. My, my, my new lady, Sheila, is. Uh, Mm -hmm. She's got problems at work, and I, oh. I got to hear about them, I guess. All right. I guess that's a two-way street. Oh, 
Oh, there's no more. Oh, I got plenty more. Oh. Here you go. Stop! I had your body on my mind, and now I'm doing time for vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> the worst. They keep getting worse. How do they keep getting worse? No, they're getting better. Oh, you're, uh -huh. There's no way you're not going to think this is the best thing you ever heard. Oh. oh, girl, I know you're inconsolable. Cause a celebrity you never met died two days ago. <laughs> but please don't lie to me. I know you let Jeff put his bone in your doghouse. Stop. Nope. <laughs> all right, how about this one? Daddy loved all his children. But on his deathbed he said he loved me most. Because I did it with a solid gold dancer. Nope. Stop. Oh, man. All right. <sighs> oh, girl. There's one thing you gotta know about me. Before we get married tomorrow, I've been running a brothel out of my guest house. <laughs> no. No more. No. Wait, what was that? Oh, hang on. What? what? What the hell was that? What? Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Shh, shh, shh. Oh, I'm looking out the door. Hang on. Some bad amigos out there. Some amigo. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's offensive. Some amigos. What's going on? What's going on? Shh, shh. What are they doing out there? <laughs> We're not making any noise over here. Stop shushing us. They're coming in the house. I'm going to ambush their asses. Getting out my chain wallet. You're going to fight them with your chain wallet? My, that's my wallet chain. How big is your wallet? Well, I got a big wallet, Todd, and a big wallet deserves a big chain. Uh -huh. All right, you banditos. I got a little song for you now. It goes something like this. Listen up, amigos. I'm going to tell you the story of the wallet chain Avenger. Oh, wow. That was exciting at the end. Yeah, he's in a fight. He's fighting people with a wallet chain. I couldn't hear any people, though. I guess we're just hearing his side of it. <laughs> his wallet chain oh, side of it. That was horrifying. I apologize. Tracks, I apologize. No, I, I know the music you like to hear, Sharon Horgan, is not that. You like to hear metronomy. Right. I like a bit of Gene Ray Simmons. Mm. It's just, it's... You like Gene Ray Simmons? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Thanks again for listening to Best Show Bests, and I want to thank Martin DeGrell for supervising the episodes of Best Show Bests, and of course, much thanks to Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Martin Sellis, Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, and of course John Worcester. 
uh, who else? Uh, uh, Marsha Newmeyer. And, uh, yeah, you, the best show listener. Thank you. And if you like this, check out the full show every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight at thebestshow.net. And support the best show, patreon.com slash thebestshow. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>